What's going on everybody? Today we are going to be talking about forbearance and the brand new extension. In addition to that, we're actually gonna be talking about five options that you have once that's completed. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I am your host of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, Josh Zuniga. I'm here with my co-host, the amazing and a beautiful man, <laughs> Carl Freund himself. Thank you, sir. And guess what? I'm wearing a tie now, too. I'm pulling a little it's Carl. It's about time. I know, right? It's, I doesn't actually, it feel good? It just feels good. good. looks like good on you. It has flowers. <laughs> nobody, nobody has flowers. I was like, I'm, I'm going to definitely that. wear the one with flowers, that. right? Awesome. Well, welcome back to the show, guys. Today, we really want to dive into a little bit, a topic that we've I've touched on before in one of our previous podcasts. We want to give it maybe a little bit of deeper dive and also give you some options that are available to you, and that is forbearance. Yep. Why would you use forbearance, though? <clears throat> That's what we're going to get into. So, as you know, there's been another extension till the end of June, correct? Yep, that is correct. Exactly. Now, let's, let's exactly talk about it. So, the CARES Act uh, put out by Trump gives the owners, the homeowners, a 12-month forbearance and option back in March of 2020. Yeah, it was March 27th. 20, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, 27th. And now yeah. here we are. March, that date's coming up. Pretty you know, soon. Exactly. Yeah. So, now we have, this is what, our third extension that we have? Well, there's forbearance, is that At correct? Least. yeah. It okay. feels like it's been more than three, but yeah, probably about the third. Okay. Now, let's, let's exactly dive into that. It's like for the individual that actually needs that forbearance, because there's purple that actually out there that need uh, what this actual um, uh, forbearance well, package actually offers. Well, or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Like, the coronavirus sucks. Let's just get that out there. The economy kind of took a shit. On a lot of people, a lot of industries. Yeah, they actually very hurting. You know, especially if you're in the service industry, hospitality industry, anything to do with travel-related, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of logistics stuff, just... just Dang it, it's just messed up, you know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, if you've missed a couple of payments, you, you know, the options are good. You're going to have to pay the piper at some point, right? Yeah. Like, like, shit's going to hit the fan. You're going to have to pay somebody or take some kind of action so that you don't get foreclosed on. And what would that be? Obviously, forbearance. Yes. So uh, talk to me. What would you do? Like, if you were in forbearance, like, look, you haven't made payments in, you know, 12 months because coronavirus just wrecked your shit. 12 months ago, you lost your job. You haven't had a whole lot of income. You're surviving on unemployment or, or some kind of economic security program. Like, what are you doing? John, yeah. what is Josh Zuna doing? And this, this is going back to the options, guys. Because obviously, there's a lot of individuals that needed this program. And it's actually helping them, putting their families in a good situation that they wouldn't necessarily have unless the government actually stepped in and you know gave them this money or gave them this relief, essentially. Yeah. Uh, delayed relief, you know, for what um, is the way I can see it. So... Coming into, you know, if I, if I was in my family or say I had, had family, wife and kids, you know, coming in this situation, I definitely want to know what my options are. Now, mm -hmm. the program actually gives you options and it's also going to be depending on your lender. We'll run through some of those options that are here for you. So option one, and you can obviously fill in on this as well, is obviously there's a repayment option that's going to actually spread out the payments for you. So that would actually be wonderful. So if you have, say... Say you, you have, um, obviously you had, did the 12 months, but then they're going to tack on an additional 150 or 250 until that actually is paid back, you know, to your lender, right? Yep. You actually have the loan modification. So you're actually going to speak with the lender and actually see exactly how the loan was going to be restructured in order for actually you to be making those payments back. You know, you've done some of these, right? Yeah, so give, give yeah, us, let's give a little dive on this, right? Yeah, you know, and so I think a loan modification would be probably the route that I would personally be going if I still uh -huh. had income. Now, a lot of people out there that are listening to podcasts are like, shit, Carl, I, I still don't have a job. Or maybe I'm underemployed. I've got a part-time job. I'm working 
you know, just a couple hours a week, just enough to put food on the table. It's not enough to make the mortgage payment. Like you've got a couple different options. And so to understand that, you know, you're probably in the best seller's market you possibly could be, you don't necessarily have to go into forbearance. So there are other options. Like you can sell the home and pull the equity out, go back and preserve your credit and rent. You know, that is absolutely an option. Um, you know, a loan modification is probably the first thing I'd be looking to do if I had some sort of income that I could sustain or I've got a job prospect. You know, I'd be calling my lender and say, hey, look, you know, Wells Fargo or Bank of America, whoever it is, look, I need, I need help. We need to restructure this thing. Can you recast it or do a loan modification? Basically, what they do is they change the terms and conditions of a loan and say, hey, look, you know, you're a year behind. Let's tack on another year to your uh, loan and we'll recast at a new interest rate. And the interest rate may have gone down since you, you know, financed it the first time. And maybe your payment's even lower than it was before. Or maybe, you know, like you said, you know, maybe they draw it out over the next, you know, 20 payments, you got to pay an extra, you know, $200 a month or something like that to get caught up. Yeah. And so you got a lot of options. So yeah. So that's definitely, that's option two that they offer. Another one is obviously is you can pay a lump sum at the end of, you know, the forbearance period for you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people I don't think are going to be sitting on that kind of cash. So I don't know if that's exactly going to be an option for you or the, the best option that I would actually take myself. Yep. Fourth option is almost kind of like similar to a loan modification is like a, a loss mitigation similar to that mm -hmm. as well. Um, and you've already talked, you know, talked about this, you know, as well, but option five, you know, this is probably the last route you want to take is actually to go through the foreclosure process. Yeah. Right? Try not to do that. Yeah. You know, and especially, you know, seller's market, there's no real reason unless the house is like jacked up. Like you haven't done anything to the house, you know, you've been living like an idiot for the last month or, or 12 months, you know, and you haven't done any maintenance and then you have the roof caving in and it's not going to sell in the market. You're upside down and thing. Yeah. Give it back to the bank, you yeah. know, let them deal with that shit. And option six, you know, depending on whichever market you're in, here within Phoenix, you know, we're in a very, very strong seller's market. Option six would be to sell. You know, and we've touched base on this, you know, even um, a couple of times, you know, the appreciation right here within Arizona was 18.9% on average for Maricopa County, just yeah, here within Phoenix. And there's pockets that are higher than that. Yeah, which is insane, yeah. which is insane. If you were in a city that has had seen some of that growth and has seen some of that demand because of the velocity that these homes are selling, it's not necessarily mm -hmm. that there's a low inventory like we've discussed, right. but it's just the velocity they were selling for... Um, as an example, I believe there was a stat that I read the other day for every house that's for sale here within Arizona, mm -hmm. there's 24 buyers. Well, who, who called me two minutes before this podcast? Mike Anderson. Mike Anderson. Tell, let's talk, talk about Mike's open yeah. house real quick. So yeah. those of you who don't know who he is, he's one of the agents that works with Ken James Realty. And he yes. called us and we put him on speakerphone and we were talking and he's like, holy shit, we had 200, 200, 200 people come through the open house today. Oh my God. I mean, that's ridiculous. I've never heard of that before. It's a $315,000 house in Gilbert, Arizona. Oh, Gilbert, one of the best neighborhoods well, to live in. Obviously. Yeah, but you know, but to have 200 people trying to get into an open house, how do you even, how like, do you, how do you even sort manage this? Yeah, like, how do you, you got to get like that? an Excel spreadsheet to figure that out. Like, <laughs> you can't, yeah. you know, that's You need ridiculous. a bouncer at the front, like just yeah, checking them in. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need a front door. Yeah, guy. exactly. $5, yeah. come in. Totally. Yeah, you start charging you. Yeah, that's a good bucks. thing. That's a good idea. Start yeah, charging people. Um, you know, so I, obviously I think in my opinion, and I'm a very humble guy, I'm a very, very conservative investor. Mm -hmm. Look, if I don't have a way to make the payments, I'm trying to figure out a way to sell that house. And take the equity that you've built up and then go rent for a year, rent for two years until you get yourself stabilized. Take that financial pressure off so you're not taking the first job that comes you know, uh, uh, up to you. So it's like, you, you know, it gives you many options. It gives you that buffer. It gives you time to make decisions that are in your best interest and better for your family. 
Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the saying, guys, if you have the ability to sell and you're having a market that's very, very strong here, like within Phoenix, you know, highly recommend that you, you know, explore that option to see exactly what it is. Even if you just moved in a year ago or 18 months, I guarantee there's enough equity in there where you can be able to still pay the fees and maybe even still walk away with a little bit of money. You know, the last thing you want to do is put yourself in a situation to where, you know, maybe ego or pride comes in. You just you put yourself in a situation that's not good, you know, for you and it's going to actually hurt you financially. Um, like I said, talk with a professional, you know, Carlo and I, you know, we can definitely talk soon again. Yeah, or I. What's your cell phone number? Exactly. 623-221-8668. It's going to be saying. in the description Just below. Just saying. We can sit down with you and exactly um, go over what a net sheet's going to look like and how much you're going to be selling this house for, what are the expectations, what are the fees, and how, you're, how much you're going to actually be walking away with. And I kid you not, I'm going on a listing appointment tomorrow. I had a client that purchased a house for 400000 and the market is insane. They could probably sell it for 600000 today. Wild. So, yeah. So what I'm saying, guys, is like the forbearance is obviously there for individuals that really need it and that really need the help. And that's wonderful. That's definitely something the government stepped in and it's going to help a lot of people that are in the industry so that are really hurt and impacted, you know, for this. But if you guys are in a situation where that forbearance period is going to be coming up here within June 30th and you don't have any options after that, the job still hasn't come back and the money's still not flowing, definitely seek, sit down and see it with a professional like myself or like Coral, and we can exactly explain the details and what it is to sell and actually put you in a better situation. And like he was saying, you can even rent for a year, maybe 18 months or two years, and get yourself back on your feet. But until then, guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you on the next podcast, and we're going to talk about our iBuyers. So stay tuned. Love you.